Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> it's got to be Superman. <laughs> He is Superman. Superman! Hey, get us out of here! What? Now what's all this about? <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show! I was on a golf course the other day. There was about to be a thunderstorm, and I said loudly when I was hitting the ball very badly, No, I used Homer Simpson's voice and line. Oh, I'm not much of a praying man, but if you're listening, please help me, Superman. He didn't help me. I had one of the worst golf rounds of my life uh, out there, but uh, it's okay. Well, more about that later. It's the Planet Mikey. We don't even know what episode number it is. It doesn't matter. Hundreds. Hundreds. We've done hundreds, hundreds. of these. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, they're heard all over the world. It's banned in Russia. Ben it found is. that out, that we we're banned in Russia. I don't know what we said to get banned there. Because we're clearly so pro-Ukraine. Is that what it is? <laughs> all the times we talk about it. You know, that's it's my the... fault. It's my fault, Mike. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. We have... I, I, I helped a young Russian family, 27 years old, get out of Russia last year. We have a mystery and voice. And I had to Uzbekistan and Georgia, and I paid Bob, for Bob, you're supposed to, to wait till I introduce you so we know oh, who's I'm talking. Sorry, it sounds I'm like there's a... It's my fault that people, <laughs> the people in Russia don't like us. That's okay. They don't even... They haven't even heard that yet. No. Uh, we'll get to that, but I'm going to introduce him. before. First, let me say that Bob's so funny. The thing is about him, he's got a story because he's been everywhere. Uh, we'll get to Bob in a moment here, but first, what episode is this? 234. 234. Are you sure? No. Brought to you by Pro Automotive of Webster and Dudley, ProAutomotiveMA.com, Oxford Avenue Dudley, and South Main Street Thank Webster, you. and 8 Englewood Street Webster. Uh, and Giacomo's, of course, in Melrose, Massachusetts. Authentic Italian cuisine at 454 Main Street in Melrose. And, of course, by my grandma's coffee cake, which brings us to our, our first guest of the podcast tonight. His name is Bob Cates. And Bob is the owner, founder, originator. He's the guy with the grandma. Uh, in my grandma's coffee cake, and he's on the phone with us right now because you know he's hard to pin down. You can't you can't just always find him. He's in Europe. Hold he's on, in I got Florida. a question. I got a question right off the top. How, Bob? What's the secret? How do you make those takes, cakes stay so? Hold on, I can say it. <laughs> How do you make them stay so moist? How do you do it? Well, the funniest thing is, Mike. Back in 1993, when uh, we decided to use the old, old European recipe, we had. Um, uh, we've been using what they call bourbon vanilla from actually Madagascar. It was $38 a gallon. You can get it for 8 bucks a gallon or 9 bucks a gallon in Mexico. And we decided, well, you know what? For the extra you know, tablespoon, it costs us uh, $0.58 cents instead of $0.34. Cents. We're going to use the bourbon vanilla. Well, Mike, as of today, the last price and market price of bourbon vanilla is $294 a gallon. Whoa! And we're still using it. So it costs about $1.19 a cake. So you use the very best possible quality ingredients, and that's a that, prime example. That is just one aspect of the fact that if you can get yourself a deal with an orchard, and we have a deal with 
an orchard, the highest altitude orchard in California for walnuts, where Walnut Capital is in California. If they have the highest orchard near San Francisco and they get a lot of that moisture in the air, they peel them there, or they, they, they do they, what do they shell them, and we get them directly from the orchard. So the walnuts that we use in every one of our cakes, most of them are like $1.89 a pound. I was at three fifty a pound, but they're the best moist walnuts you can get in the world. That yeah. If you buy enough of them, you can get them a little cheaper price because we got to make a little money. And if you have good nuts, you, if you have a if you have good nuts, your cake's going to be that much better, correct? Well, that's that, that's definitely true. Um, I read and, that. And, uh, and we make we cup we make a couple of cakes with no nuts in it, but that's for guys that don't have it. Well, we don't get into that. Yeah. Um, so the bottom line is, we yeah we're using the best ingredients. We're enjoying ourselves and we're growing. And I got to uh, ask you this though, because uh, you know I'm a I'm a long time fan. It's been ever since I was at NECN in the '90s. I've been a fan. Since of, I was in diapers. Yeah, yeah, well, you weren't in diapers on the show, but the cakes oh. were there, and that's what was important, you know. Uh, but I, I've been a huge fan of these cakes, and you know, it's not just the you know the traditional cinnamon walnut coffee cake that you guys have kicked ass with. But guess what? The other flavors are. I mean, just this group, oh. the group in this room here, we're all blueberry fans. Oh yeah. I hope I hope your listeners. I'm just going to want them if they take a pen and a piece of paper. There's going to be a few secrets given out tonight. It's secrets. not just about the cake. It's about a few things. Okay. okay. Okay, go ahead. But number one, one of the things we're so proud of that just happened in November, you know, Prince Charles and uh, uh, Prince William and Princess Kate came to yes. Boston. Yes, they did. And I called the mayor's office, and uh, they said, sure, we're going to come by and get a couple of kids. Okay, okay. And I said, I don't know what they did with them. I don't know if they used them, if they gave them away. Four days later, she's on WBUR, which is public radio, and they asked her, did you enjoy the visit? And she said, yes, but the highlight was when they came from the airport. It was time for high tea. So they came to City Hall, and we served them my favorite coffee cake, my grandma's coffee cake. And, oh, my God, did the phone start ringing. You yeah. network. I read that story. That's true. Yeah, the, yeah. the coffee cake of the royals well so now yeah the, actually the globe put a headline on said what do you serve to the royals and said what else my grandma's coffee cake of the England. oh that's but great the, uh, oh, but you've had blast. a lot of famous people eat your cake N- name <laughs> off a list of uh, just a few people that that love my grandma's coffee oh cake. You, you oh my god i can awful do it alphabetically arnold schwarzenegger um uh, uh walt bill walton uh, the other Walton, the rich guy, what's his name? Warren Buffett. Um, <laughs> Sam. Um, I, Sam uh, Walton. I, 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 I won't mention the guy that used to be president because he he, he, he he liked the case, but that's not going to help us well, any. Why? Why not? You know, <laughs> unless it's William Howard Taft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, 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 well, Taft was gone, but the recipe was around when he was around. I'm sure he yeah. just didn't get a chance to so get So this it. was from your actual grandmother, though. Well, actually, I went over to a store. My mother said, get a, pick up a cake. This is a true story. This is one really humorous, but it's true. Real life. I went over and I said, what do you mean pick up the cake? It's in your neighborhood. You, oh, the guy's crazy. He yells at you. And this is before the soup Nazi. So this guy said he sometimes he's wants to hug you and kiss you. He's he's crazy. I said, come on, he sells coffee cake. So I went in this little house place. It's a pantry sized little building. It's twenty feet long by eight feet wide. He's got two ovens, little tiny ovens in there, one refrigerator, and a couple of racks to put the cakes on. Okay? Yeah. And I mean, the whole place, you couldn't fit six people in the whole place. And he's making these cakes with little mixers under the table. And by the way, he said, when I make my lower fat cake, I make it under the table because it's lower. 
<laughs> I'm like, that's kind of deceiving. I, I know all about under the table businesses, he, believe me. He didn't care. So the bottom line is I started using these cakes to take out, and a lot of people do this now, yeah. to corporate accounts. People that you want to remember you. You drop in the office, you're leaving your card. Well, I brought some cake to the uh, to New England Patriots because I was selling cleaning supplies at the time. I get a call from the buyer, Ray Cantwell, 1993. He calls me up and he says, I want you to bring me 50 pounds of ice melt on Sunday. Well, it's September. They don't need ice melt in September. But what he did is he knew I'd bring coffee cake. Oh, so I, I see, sat I in the luxury box next to Hugh Millen when he was the quarterback and he was injured. Sure. And I watched the whole game and I had the, the buffet and everything. And that was all that, that was right before Orthwine sold the team to Kraft. Kraft is a huge fan of our cake. He actually shows up at certain. Um, you should um, have a booth at the stadium. Yeah. That would be great. Well, I, I tell you what, I learned my lesson, okay? That Bob Kraft said to me, because they were making my boxes for me. They own a box company. You can sell them at the stadium, do whatever you want. So I got 40 people together, 20, 20 30 people, 20 to cut the cakes, put them in those little vendor things that you put around your shoulders and yeah. walk like yeah, it's yeah. beer. By the second quarter, no one could walk those stairs anymore. <laughs> it was too much. You could, how are you going to walk up 130 stairs every 15 minutes? It was well, terrible. That's true. That's true. They're all yeah. exhausted. Now, and the only thing I could do is I'd yell out to the crowd, yeah, it's good with beer. And then people it's would good with it. beer. But it, it wasn't going to be a big seller for <laughs> us at the stadium. It's even good with beer, according to Bob Cates, the <laughs> owner and founder of my grandma. Now, let me tell people the story about Las Vegas, because this is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I go out to yeah. Vegas to the boxing match. There's like going to be this huge boxing match. Uh, uh, get together of some very famous people at the uh, the Venetian. So I tell Bob this. I'm talking to him. I tell him. He goes, "Well, let me send some cakes out there." So he gets the address of the Venetian. All of a sudden, I get this call from the front desk. You have a giant box standing out, sitting out in front of the the lobby here. So I went yeah. down there. Here's this thing. I couldn't get. I couldn't carry it. I had to get a dolly. I had to borrow a dolly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm walking through the Venetian with this. Yeah. Giant box of coffee cakes uh, for the boxers, and and you know George George Foreman got two, and Sugar yeah. Ray Leonard got yeah. two. That's what we call a sixteen pack. And I sent you sixteen. Boom cakes. boom, Mancini. I think he them. took three because he just reached in there and took another one. <laughs> yeah. But they were yeah. such a huge hit as they are uh, with me and on this program, Bob. Now we got to tell everybody because this is important. If they wanted to order a coffee cake from you and your fabulous world world renowned <laughs> coffee cake company what would be the the quickest ways of getting through to you would it be online yeah well i'll give, I'll give you two ways so i'm going to talk to people online people it's mygrandma.com mygrandma.com and there's no pictures of the actual you know like my grandma wouldn't be showing up there on your website right there will be pictures of the cake pictures of everything you can go to order a cake right there on mygrandma.com or <laughs> You can go to um, um, I call my one eight hundred eight the number eight grandma, yeah. which is one eight one eight hundred eight four seven yeah two six three six for my grandma's coffee cakes. And I can't tell you how many people we've made happy, you know, because we get yeah. we get one well, for each uh, guest. We're going to come up with a Mikey code. Well, okay. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. We're going to run this until the Patriots uh, uh, get to the play. No, I can't say that. It could be two years. Right. Well, um, let me know. Gonna too, I, I we're going to run this through, through December 1st. Okay. okay. Anybody who would like to order a cake and they use the code M-I-K-E-Y-5, we'll give them five bucks right off the cake. Mikey now, again, my shipping costs have gone up three and a half dollars a cake. It used to be ten, eleven dollars at thirteen dollars to ship it. Okay, we charge customers twelve ninety five. So the bottom line is, we're not making any money on that deal. But the but the quality of the cake has never changed. We've guaranteed people, and on the front of our box, it still it's says, the best. Still, still the same cake, still the same size, still the same quality. 
There's nothing that I've ever, no one has ever, Bob, in all the people I've talked to over the 15 years talking about your case, no one's ever said to me, that isn't the greatest, that is, that is the greatest, everybody loves him. And my friend Billy down in Florida, he sends him out at Christmas to everybody he knows. He's like, orders 40 cakes. I, I got a call one day about four years ago, and this guy was yelling at the top of his lungs, I want to talk to the owner, and I'll tell you what's the owner's name, I can't. So the girls were all shaking, and it. They're like, oh, my God, this guy is really, really mad. Okay. And then he turns around, and they get in this little girls put me on the speakerphone. And they said to me, uh, this guy is I mean, he's just yelling, and he's mad. Are you the owner? I said, well, yes, I am. I want to tell you I lived through World War One and World War Two. I'm 104 and a half years old. And that, my grandson sends me this cake. I've never had a better cake in all my years. That's what happens. And my birthday was last week. I said, can I send you a cake? Are you kidding me? My grandniece sends it. My wife wants it. I got 14 cakes here. <laughs> I just want to keep it up, buddy, because they don't do that anymore. And that was like the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. And then he died right after that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I keep looking, but he's out of state, so I can't yeah. keep track. Chances are now he'd probably be about 109. So, well, but, I tell you what, Bob. I hope the cake. I hope. I'm sure it was the cake. There wouldn't have been the reason. Well, we're proud um, to have you as a sponsor. We're glad to have you on the on the program tonight, and you have uh, made a lot of difference in a lot of people's lives because it is, without question, the greatest coffee cake on earth. Thanks for well, Mike. I can promise you, we're never going to switch any of the ingredients, and anybody can call us with their own story, which we love to share. When people call us up, like that 104 year old guy, that's great. We love it. We love it because we still do things the way that America was built on just real good hard work and quality. Yeah, quality and, and word of word of mouth is the key, is the key too. Everybody yeah. tells everybody about your case because they're great. Bob, take care of yourself, man. Because I know you're a crazy all running around the world world traveler. Make sure you're you stay in good health, my friend. I'm ready anytime. You want me to sit in for 12 minutes with you? I'll be glad to do it. You you could fill 12 minutes. That's you. You should have your own talk show. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Well, I'd have to give everybody aspirin before the show starts, though. <laughs> thanks for thanks for checking in with us, buddy. Uh, you bet, we'll Mike. Anytime. You. That's Bob, right. Bob Cates of the world famous my grandma. Now we've been talking about the cake ever since we've had the podcast. You know, so people got to know. Now they know everything there is to know about my grandma's coffee cake, and that's why we give them to our guests. Yeah. Because they're so good. And it's nice they knowing use the Madagascar vanilla. It's nice knowing that the guy at the top is a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a, and you know what? He does so much for charity, too. He's a very, he jumps on a lot of charitable causes uh, in a big way. So we give him credit for that. Um, a couple of things, gentlemen. I thought we would do a combo platter podcast here. Ooh, I like I, combos. We'll Pizza p- flavored? No, no, no. Oh. You know, Eric, my producer on the uh, Neckin show, he got real pissed because when he was out of the uh, out of the office, I took his bag of combos. Those, those are the cheese and the pretzels. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah, those are good. And yes. I was smashing it against the desk. Oh, you're such and he a comes dick. in, he says, "You just ruined it." I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "The whole concept behind combos is you get the cheese and the pretzel. Now they're all scattered and split up and separated." He was so pissed at me. For doing that, for well, I'd be his pissed combo. at you too. Uh-oh. My God, Mike. So I thought we'd do a combo. What? Uh, the video stopped. Uh oh. That's all right. Uh, the combo, the com- well, so the whole combo story's not in there? No. Uh, no, it'll be uh, in there. They just won't see you and, and the animation that you brought to will they see the logo? It. Just the logo? The Planet Mikey logo? Yes, they will. That's for right. Like a minute and a half. It's you fine. know, if, YouTube, it's fine. if the YouTube people that are watching get pissed at any technical glitches that happen, you know, tell them to go fuck themselves. You could do that. Will do. We'll do. No, I, I'm serious. The YouTube people, we rely on them for all kinds. Of, I mean, you know, the money we make off YouTube, 
Unbelievable. Zero. Unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> so, where was I? What was I talking about? Uh, combos. Oh, the combo show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, so anyway, uh, <laughs> so here's what we have. We'll take the Planet Mikey podcast, the award-winning Planet Mikey podcast, yes. and then jam at the end of it our other award-winning podcast, 15 yes. Minutes of Shame. We'll make it into one podcast, Ooh. less than an hour. I mean, a lot of people do a podcast, and they do it for two or three hours. Nobody wants to hear anybody for two or three hours. So you think you're talking about a composite show. Says the guy exactly. who used to do five hours on the radio. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. No one, and after 8 o'clock, it was like Deadsville. Nobody gave a shit. Uh, I have comments tonight politically, and I'm going to save those for the 15 minutes of shame oh. for the most part, because this is a happy side of the podcast, okay. the oh. first part. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about the Italian groping judge? Oh, this is like news. Ooh. Did you say news? It, I did. And now, the news. I'm Anchorman Mike Adams. Here with a story about a a man. Yes, but not any man. The question I ask you, the radio listening audience, is this. Does it count as sexual harassment? If an assault lasts less than 10 seconds? Ben? Ooh, yes. Smitty? And you grab someone's boobs for 10 seconds. That's a long time. Yeah. You know how long 10 seconds is. Well, We've been in radio for 85 years. Assault is assault. Many young people in Italy are expressing outrage on social media after a judge cleared a school caretaker of groping a teenager because it did not last long enough the case involving a 17-year-old student at a Rome high school. Oh, those wacky Italians. <laughs> she described walking... Let me grab your butt. She described walking up a staircase to a class. That's a nice pair. Are you guys listening? No. Jesus <laughs> H. Christ on a popsicle stick. Go ahead now. She was walking up a staircase to a class with a friend when she felt her trousers fall down. A hand what? touching... Are you listening? I am. That stunned well, me. Don't interject till so, the interjection so, so point. So it wasn't a boob grab. It was she, he pulled but her. You're pants interjecting up. too, and I'm trying to tell you the fucking story. Will you finish well, the story? Get well, to the get to the point. You uh, bastards! Jesus. Seventeen-year-old student at a Rome high school. Are you with me? Oh, she was seventeen. She described walking up a staircase to a class with a friend when she felt her trousers felt fall down and a hand touching her buttocks oh. and grabbing her underwear. Oh. The man told her when she turned around, Love, you know I was joking. <laughs> After the incident, which happened in April 2022, the student reported to the reported the caretaker, 66-year-old Antonio Avola, Tony. to the police. Yeah, his friends call him Tony. Gropey Tony, they call him. <laughs> he admitted to groping the student without consent, but he said it was a joke. It was a joke. I was kidding. Uh... The Rome pro- public prosecutor asked for a three-and-a-half-year prison sentence. Ah, Jesus. Uh, but this week, the caretaker was acquitted of sexual assault charges. Oh. According to the judges, what happened, quote, does not constitute a crime because it lasted less than 10 seconds. So this judge is on board with that kind of stuff. In Italy, they call the ruling palpata breve. A brief groping. (laughs) So if it was just like a pinch of the butt, whatever, I get it. That's creepy and weird. Yeah. But he pulled her pants down. That's what I'm saying here. Uh, You are paying attention. I was paying attention the entire time, Mike. So the the the, the word palpata breve on Italian Twitter is really, really breaking records as far as... uh, 
Uh, the brief groping has become a trend on Instagram, TikTok. It, <laughs> Italians have posted videos looking at the camera in silence and touching their intimate parts for 10 seconds straight to show people what 10 seconds looks like. Uh, the videos are often uncomfortable to watch, but they have the aim of showing how long 10 seconds can be. Uh, the judges ruled that he was joking. <laughs> uh, well, it was no joke to me, according to one student. She says that she feels doubly betrayed by her school and by the justice system. Mm. She says, I'm starting to think... Let me do this in an Italian accent. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think... I don't, no, I'm not going to... No, <laughs> no. I already crossed that well, bridge. So what do you think of that? Hold on. What's, I mean, it, what's it called so again we, in Italian? What are they called? It's called... Uh, Rape. Palpata breve. Brief, do you, do you brief groping. There'll be any copycat Palpata breve uh, incidents happening? Well, I'm thinking of starting a club. For for Palpata Breves, yeah, uh, people who want to grope someone for, but not more than ten seconds. Fair. Mm. And you know they got a little stopwatch and they're like going, you know, and then they go, no, that's nine and a half. You could be on the and, safe side and you just go eight seconds. Remove your hand. Remove your hand. I didn't even hit a nipple on that. Oh. You know, I mean, oh, come on, it's penalty. Crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, how about you guys? What kind of cars you drive? Are you, are you, are you drive a Maserati? What do you got? You got still got the Lamborghini? Yes. Okay. So you're not in this list. Remember, he just got the Lambo detailed. He had a problem with that. Uh, yep. Now I have another the, problem with the, it. The, the list of of cars that cause the most deaths. In other words, the cars that are you're most likely to die in of all the cars in the world. These these ten particular models are the ones. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Number one, two hundred and five deaths. Ooh. Mitsubishi Mirage G4. Really? Yeah. Mitsubishi. Is it Mitsubishi or Mitsubishi? What do you What do you guys say? Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. You just said it two different ways. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead. <laughs> Number two, Mitsubishi Mirage Hatchback. Uh, oh. Two Mitsus so in the, one. The Mirage is there, and it's not your eyes so playing let me a trick cross on you. They're that number, one off my list. Number one and two. Wow. And the death traps, the suicide rap. Third one, Dodge Challenger. Okay, that makes sense. 154 deaths. Hyundai Accent, 152 deaths. The Chevrolet Spark, that's that little uh, piece of shit that the Chevrolet made. Yeah, their EV thing. It's a piece of shit. 151 deaths proves (laughs) proves my point. Those things just blow up. They just suck. They're small. They're like little cans, and anything hits them. I mean, even if a Mitsubishi Mirage hits you, you're dead. Uh, Kia, the Kia Rio is number six. Kia, all right. By the way, Rio is, Rio is uh, in Spanish. It means river. Thanks. Yeah. Hundred and twenty-two deaths. Oof. Number seven, Dodge Charger Hemi, the okay. two-wheel drive version. That makes sense. Hundred and eighteen deaths. These are a lot of dead people. Mm. Eight Chevy Camaro convertible. See, my dad used to say, "Don't ever get a convertible." I said, "Why?" Because if they flip over, you scrape along the pavement. Oh, yeah. he, he, you know, 113 deaths there. Number nine is the Nissan Altima. That's hmm. probably more the drivers. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a pretty good car. <laughs> it's probably the drivers, you know, what they're doing. And the final one is the Kia Forte, 111 deaths. But that's your top 10. By the way, 
the inter- Kias and Hyundais yeah. and Mitsubishis. Yeah. What are the Asians doing to us? Mm. Well, the Hemi-powered Dodge Chargers, they, they, they rated them separately than the V6 Chargers because people can't go that fast in a V6, but the Hemi-powered ones race, and so they race around, oh, and, yeah. and they could uh, Speed kills. They could die. Now, the interesting disconnect is the data that the International Institute of Health, uh, uh, what is it called, Highway Safety, small cars had more fatalities, large cars had fewer, while larger vehicles tend to kill other drivers at a higher rate than their smaller, lighter counterparts, mm-hmm. like the Ram 3500, the Dodge Charger, the Ford F-350, the worst at killing the other drivers. Oh. And the now, best at saving the, uh, the driver. Now, you know, what I, what I, I can tell that I was way ahead of this curve. I outsmarted this entire chart. I think Dodge knows what's going to be in their next no. advertisement campaign. Mercury yeah. Grand Marquis, baby. It's not on either list. But, I, you know, I would be happy with some of the drivers I see to kill them. <laughs> How many times do you uh, do you just like someone's pissing you off and you're like, I hope this guy just drives off the road right now, crashes? Oh, it's, it's worse than that. I, I I actually commit their souls to hell. I, I give them the finger. If that doesn't work, I scream at them. Uh, if that doesn't work, I throw shit at them. I, I'll pull over. I'll block their way. I'll flatten their tires. I got a you know a bolt screw. Uh, I got a a way of flattening people's tires in a hurry and getting out of there quick. See, I always wish I had that power from the the video game Spy Hunter, where you could have those little things stick out of your wheels and then you mash <laughs> yes, into the other right, one and it right. it smashes their tires up. And oh, I see I so I many that. bad drivers. So many people flip me off too because I flip them off first. I I probably average and I'm not I'm not exaggerating, twenty to twenty five <clears throat> directly seen bird flips at people. Per week. Mm. A week. And I'm part-time, man. I just do it. I do it as a hobby. It's not my living. Everyone gets out of my way. It's great. They think I'm a cop. Just baseball for a second because I want to get happy before we get into this other thing here. Go ahead. Uh, The Red Sox have played the best baseball in the major leagues in July. The whole month of July, the Red Sox are the best team in the major leagues. What do you think of that, Ben? You're a baseball guy. 11-2 and since June 30th or something like that. Um that's awesome. I mean, it, it, I'm glad they're doing it, putting themselves in decent position going into the trade deadline because they didn't have anything to really sell anyway. So, do you have right. a different opinion now of of the management? Uh, was Heim Bloom writer than you thought with the players that he compiled on this baseball squad? Not necessarily, because do you remember last year how that ended? I don't remember last year at all. Okay, yeah, because no one does because it was a bore and they were last place in the Wait division. A minute, it was a wild pig and. So last year's team had this really hot month in June and looked like they were world beaters for a month. I think we're kind of seeing that same thing now. That's what I worry about. I don't think they're that good. So it's a one-month thing? If they don't get pitching, they're sunk. Last year they were Caliente and Junio. This year they're Caliente and Julio. So they're peaking early? Sure. That's June and July. Well, no. Sure, I guess. (laughs) All right, speaking of baseball. Yeah. As he blows out a vape hit. By the way, for the people who see me vaping on camera on YouTube, this is not cannabis, okay? No matter what you think. It's just regular nicotine. And heroin. Keeps me normal. These guys will tell you. By the way, there's no And this one has uh, opium in it. And how about if I give you five bucks? You go get three Snapples for... And, you know, by the way, we're done with Snapple. I'll tell you why in a minute. But Because we got to just get rid of the supply that's in there. Can you do that? I can do that. When Ben's gone, we'll talk about him behind his yeah. back. Ben's going off to get yeah, the, uh, ben, Snapple right Ben, there. he's unbelievable with those you know, pink underwear he wears all the time. Guy. I saw him. Under the skirts. And he the, likes to snap them every now and then. He's so weird with his, uh, his wardrobe. You know, plus, he, 
He picks his nose and wipes it right on the table. I know, I've seen that. That's terrible. I had to clean up afterwards. Every time after he leaves, we got to go with one of them wipes. It's like a power wash. One of them, uh, is he back? I'm back, shut up. There he comes. <laughs> yeah, so that Ben, he's really a great guy. Thank you very much, yeah. Ben. Now, why is Snapple done? Because I met a woman on the golf course who works for Pepsi, and I told her that I was pissed at Snapple ever since they stopped saying that it's the best stuff on earth and they put them in these crappy plastic bottles. Was this a corporate executive you met? Well, she no, she works for Pepsi, though. I told her. I, I made a, a complaint. I said, uh, well, it, Snapple is not a Pepsi product. She go, I said, I'm switching to Pure Leaf tea, and I am at home. We still have some supply of Snapple here we have to eliminate. Mm. But I'm going to be on Pure Leaf Tea from now on. She said, oh, that's a Pepsi product. I said, well, let's get, let's get Pepsi to advertise Pure Leaf Tea on our award-winning podcast. And she said, that's a good idea. So anyway, so this may be the last Snapple you'll ever see me drink and after 30,000 Snapples. She said, what awards did you win and what did you say? The, I won the, the Mommy Award. Yeah. I won the Drizzit, Drizzit Award, which is an amazing organization. You won the podcast podcasts. award last week with the cup. The, the PCP cup, yep. yeah. Yep. <laughs> podcast cup. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Baseball. Speaking of baseball. Baseball. That was my non sequitur. That was good. <clears throat> Joe Torrey is 83 today. There's a rumor that his nose is 90. <laughs> But he was a, one of the most winning, uh, winningest guys. I sat next to him for an entire baseball game at Fenway when he was scouting for the Yankees. Right next to him, up in the press box, and uh, the, whole, the whole game. We talked baseball. It was great. He was a nice guy. He knew everything. I was asking him, oh, so how's Willie McGee's arm? Because they, they were in the process of getting Willie McGee on the red side. He says, average, just uh -huh. average at best. You know, he's giving me the inside dope on all this scouting reports on these players. But I was surprised. I always, even though he's a Yankee guy, and he was responsible for a lot of pain for Red Sox fans with the Yankees' victories, I always admired him for two reasons. He was a nice guy, and that, all that nose hair. <laughs> How did you wind up sitting next to him? Well, it was just an empty seat. You know, I was in the press box, and he was scouting. It was like, it was before he managed the Yankees. It was great. Anyway, uh, so Joe Torre, happy birthday. You know who else has a birthday today? Vin Diesel. Mike Greenwell. Oh. Gator. No doubt about it. Mike Greenwell. You have a good game? Well, no doubt about it. We scored five runs in that game. Good, good game. Mike Greenwell, 60 years old today. Wow. And he's put on a few pounds. 60. Uh, and then uh, upcoming, I did this thing with baseball. I'm only, I, I like to tweet about baseball players on their birthdays because sometimes you forget about these guys. Tony Oliva who tripled in the very first Major League game I ever saw, Twins against the Red Sox. Jim nice. Cott was the starter. Dave Moorhead for the Red Sox. And Moorhead pitched well, and the crowd was going, Moorhead, Moorhead! <laughs> he did so well. Uh, and Raditz closed both games of that doubleheader. Mm -hmm. Tony Oliva's 82 this Thursday, and a, a momentous character in Red Sox history. A guy who got him to the World Series in 1986 with a major home run against the Angels, Dave Henderson. Dave. Hendu. Is he alive? He's 65. If he's alive, he's 65 this Ooh. Friday, uh, Dave Henderson. So happy birthday to all those guys. Um, the other thing I want to mention, if you took okay He passed away eight years ago. No. Oh. <clears throat> At the age of 57. Oh, that's oh. right. That's terrible. Does he, see how you forget about these Just guys? He's a young guy, well, too. Well, happy birthday in heaven yeah. to Hendu. He was a tremendous part of that 1986 team. I forgot he died. He was only 57 years old. So that's sad. I'm just, I'm now I'm sorry that I brought it up. 
Hey, really? Uh, Way to go, you dick. You honor his memory. You did a good job. That's, God, that's so sad. Um, then one other thing I want to do before we bring in our musical guests and then add a, a little 15 minutes of shame as an addendum. It's like a piggyback yeah. podcast. Uh, but before we have the singing, which people are traditionally, you know, when we don't do a song, they call. They call Smitty. They, yeah. You know, while he's working. They say, I, I, the then I got to listen all the whining. It's awful. Um, the Joe Biden administration did a lot of that infrastructure spending, and they sent money to a lot of different communities, 97% of which voted for him. But that's beside the point. I'm from Connecticut. New Britain, Connecticut, now, thanks to Joe Biden, has spent $1.5 million of that, of that money on putting in a hiking trail. Oh. If you've ever been to New Britain, you know it's not the kind of town where anyone's going to say, well, let's go for a hike. But somehow, $1.5 million of American taxpayer money is going to New Britain, Connecticut for a hiking trail. And they interviewed, I saw it on the news, they're interviewing people. They said, what? A hiking? The, the citizens are like, what? How about a bus stop? How about a, uh, mm. uh, you know, a park uh, dedicated? You know, no. A hiking trail with infrastructure money. And by the way, the town is filled with potholes. Is it it's named like after a politician by any chance? Like, you know, the... It probably will be, yeah. yeah. Hunter, the... The Hunter, Hunter Trail. Yeah. <laughs> Try to find me. Yeah. She can make a hiking trail with two guys and two hatchets and like three days. You don't even need to make the you don't even need the hatchets. Just, just, no, just clear just, out some of the brush out of the way. Uh, don't Walk. clear it out. You think Lewis and Clark had someone clearing their way for him? No way. Just make it li- it's au natural. Yeah, they used hatchets. Walk through <laughs> Walk through the woods right here. Watch out, there's some poison ivy over there. You know, yeah, I'm not allergic to poison ivy. Ha ha. <clears throat> anyway, stand, stay, stand by for the second half of the, uh, the podcast after we hear from Joe and Jerry um, on the Planet Mikey Podcast Network. Ready? Snafu there. Snafu, you know what that stands for, Joe. Situation normal. All fucked up, Joe. You got it. Under my thumb, the girl who once had me down. Under my thumb, the girl who once pushed me around. It's down to me, Joe. The difference in the clothes she wears, down to me. The change has come. She's under my thumb. Under my thumb, the squirming dog who's just had her day. Under my thumb, a girl who's just changed her ways. I wish she'd change her underwear. It's down to me. Yes, it is, Joe. The way she does what she's told. This is kind of a misogynist tune, Joe. Changes come, she's under my thumb. Oh, yeah. My thumb, a Siamese cat of a girl. Under my thumb, can you believe it? She's the sweetest, the sweetest pet in the world. It's down to me. Oh, yeah. The way she talks when she's spoken to, 
down to me. The change has come. She's under my prop. Oh, take it easy, baby. Yeah. How do you record a song like this and get away with it, Jones? It's 2023. The women's rights groups are going to be right up your ass with a song like this. It's down to me. Oh, yeah. The way she talks when she's spoken to, down to me. Change has come. She's under my thumb. all over her. Her eyes are just kept to herself because I told her don't look at anybody. Under my thumb, I could still, if I want to, still look at someone else, Joe. It's down to me. Oh, yeah. The way she talks when she's spoken to, down to me. The change has come, Joe. She's under my thumb. Shame. I'm ashamed of myself. Shame on you, Mike. That I'm was terrible. I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know what doesn't matter? It's summertime. It's everything's loosey goosey. Ben said, Ben said, you forgot your own plan. Uh, yeah, I kind of did. But, Good you know. God. Wait, wait, wait. The best plans laid to waste. Uh, uh, what was that expression? That's right. Shame on me for not knowing. <laughs> uh, First of all, this is the part of the podcast where we kind of crap on some people. Mm-hmm. You guys do, I do, we all do, and there's people around there, around the world, that completely deserve it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. because the government basically is a mess. We know that. Uh, there's they put up all these walls of protection against specific people, like you know, uh, the Afghanistan citizens, but not the uh, not the the soldiers that are left over there. They take all the weapons and they give them to the Taliban, so they give them a wall of protection. And then they put a wall of protection around that cross-dressing, luggage-stealing cabinet member. Mm. He didn't even he didn't even get any time for stealing that luggage at the airport. He just sort of disappeared, didn't he? Completely. Yeah. And he got no charges against him, even though it was a, a grand larceny. The $5,000 worth of jewelry in those suitcases he stole. Uh, women's jewelry, by the way. Great guy. Uh, they have a cross-dressing health commissioner who, says, who sits there and tells you, no, you know, gender-altering uh, surgery is good for kids when they're 14. They need that sometimes. And that's spoken from, like a person who believes it. Well, it seems normal in their world. How's your gas prices? They're three fifty a gallon. They were two twenty-five a gallon. You know, the government's messing around with our heads. There's no question about it. So they deserve a lot of attention. And I think they're also screwing around with the weather. With these harp facilities, H A A R P. Have you looked at? Uh, you haven't looked at them. No. Yet? It's a high. They, they call it high altitude research. But what happens is they beam a billion watts. This is not a mistake. I mean, not a, a conspiracy. It's not a. It's not. You didn't make this up. They beam a billion watts of microwaves up into the ionosphere. It creates a bubble as it heats up. As it heats up, it also pulls the jet stream with it, and you can manipulate the weather that way. So it's not just in Alaska where this thing is. I, I'm. 
Fairbanks, I think, I'm not sure, but there's one in Arecibo, and they're, they're all over the world. They're manipulating the weather, and they're calling Get it... Get Kona, Alaska. They're, so they're causing, they're causing whatever catastrophe... They're calling it climate change. Worse, they're saying that we are responsible for climate change, so they can put all these restrictions on us and tax us... They're Dr. Evil doing this. This is what they're doing. You can't do that. Of course, they'll say, huh, Bill Smith, that's a crazy and conspiracy. And you know what? God's probably up there going, oh, yeah? Watch this. Yeah. You know. If you look up H-A-A-R-P, the first thing you'll see is that it's a conspiracy and that it's been shut down. And no, we don't it's do not that. It's the sort of first thing you'll see. Well, they're killing us. You'll they're see the us. University of Alaska system website for HARP. <laughs> oh, okay. But uh, dig in and you'll find out that's what they're doing. Weather well, manipulation. They're also seeding the clouds. They get these chemtrails. They're doing all sorts of shit. They're killing us is what they're doing. They're trying to kill us. Population control. What, the White House released some data. Do you call it data or data? Data. Okay, me too. They released data Unless today. I'm watching uh, Star Trek. Goonies. <laughs> and it's Data? Well, the kid's name is Data. I used to call my father Data. It's Data, isn't it? Da- no, it's Data. Fuck okay, man. enough. God damn it. Ben. You guys, you what? Know, honestly, you're so circumlocutive. <laughs> anyway, the White House released a data today showing the number of borrowers in each state who are eligible for automatic loan relief under the one-time payment adjustment for income-driven. This is for educational loans, by the way. You know, you, This is Plan B for Joe Biden. He couldn't, you know... Add to the inflation and break the balls of every taxpayer in America. <laughs> so he changed the plan, and now he's just breaking seventy-five percent of the balls in America. Eight hundred and four thousand borrowers have been notified their student debt loans will be discharged, just eliminated. Now, wait a minute. How can he do this without a congressional um, approval? Yeah. Thirty-nine billion dollars worth of loans. Uh, it helps to reverse some of the quote damage caused by loan servicers that did not properly track deferments or steered borrowers. And they, you know what? You know what happened. These people overborrowed, mm-hmm. and and then they go, oh, I don't want to pay this. Who wants to pay a high credit card tally? Nobody. So you say, oh, you know what? I can't pay it. And the government wants your vote because there's 804,000 people. That's what These it's all about. Eight, that's a million voters almost yeah. where they're going to say, who are they going to vote for? Mm-hmm. They're going to vote for the, well, the party that said, you don't have to pay back your debts, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And we as consumers allowed the the colleges and universities to charge whatever they wanted that's and continue right. to raise it. But they didn't have going. to go. They didn't well, have that's to. the thing. You, you didn't have to. It was a matter of choices made based on facts they had at the time. And now who's going to pay for it in retrospect? Mm-hmm. Who's going to go back and say, oh, you know what? You're right. It does cost too much for college. You don't have to pay. If you bought a a, a $400,000 car and you didn't make the payments, they take your car. Yeah, you look at the endowments, the size of the endowments of these colleges, and you wonder, what the hell are they doing with all that money? Why can't they just reduce the cost of tuition? So it wouldn't bust them. I mean, they get tons of dough. Well, and not only that, but then you got the people who paid their college. No matter how tough it was, no matter how long they had to pay, they paid it because they made the commitment. Their credit was at stake, and the, and you, when you make a deal on something, you pay your you pay your debts. Do you think a professor like Elizabeth Warren was worth three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to teach, teach one class? Teach one class. Yeah, it, it's it's unbelievable. So the colleges are definitely guilty in lining their pockets. There's no doubt about it. And some of the banks are, are predatory on, on, the, on the loans, but they know what's going to happen. An 18-year-old is going to go to college, going to borrow the money. Yeah, I'm going to college. I'm going to be a doctor. And if you find out two years later they dropped out or they have a sociology degree that no one will hire them, there could be a teacher instead of for 40000 a year, and they say, oh, I can't pay this debt. Well, sorry. I have a you degree know. in gender studies. And it's okay. I understand. I'm sorry you can't pay it. But guess what? You don't want me to pay it, do you? Mm. You don't want me to pay for your mistake. And the people who are out there, you know, basically 
running a business. They have a muffler shop. Or they have a, a landscaping business and a truck and two guys working for them. They didn't go to college, so why are they going to pay for your college? It's ridiculous. Agreed? Shame on them. Agreed. This is Ben who asked me right before the podcast started if I could loan him $50,000 so he could take a few courses. Right? And you still haven't answered me. I said, <laughs> I, said I, sh- I shook my head, no, you weren't looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Democrats, of course, in California are... This is, a, this is the most unbelievable story I've ever heard. It's Gavin Newsom. I can't believe he's... He, it this is. guy is just uh, he's, he's bringing that place into crazyville. Well, in California, Assembly Democrats reversed course on a bill to classify child trafficking mm-hmm. as a, quote, serious felony. <laughs> What's not serious about Someone it? Someone steals your kid and it's not a serious felony. That's crazy. They Sen- used to think it was a hilarious felony. That's <laughs> Sen- well, you know, that's what happened at Pleasure Island in Pinocchio. You remember they went they got kidnapped by the oh, Lampwick yeah. and the and the uh what was it, a wolf and a bear or something? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, well, that was the first thing I ever that was the first thing I thought of. Uh <laughs> Senate Bill Pinocchio? 14. <laughs> I had a Woody. Senate Bill 14 would add trafficking of a minor to the state's three-strikes law, which it should be. It's a very serious crime. Uh, The three-strikes law provides enhanced penalties for repeat offenses of certain serious felonies, including murder, rape, and arson. Uh, They add child trafficking in there. I don't think there's anybody in their right mind who won't say, that's fine. Mm. You know, make it a four-strikes rule. But the fact is that... Make it a one-strike rule. No one's dealing with any of this shit. And the people that, you know, we talk about the wall of protection the Democrats mm. have put around certain people. Uh, how about they put it around crime victims and, and people who live in the cities who are being attacked on a daily, daily basis only to see their attackers released the next day out of prison when they, attack, you know, brutally and violently attack them? How, how can you have confidence in a, in a justice system when they don't keep the bad guys where they fucking belong? It's all planned. What about the movie uh, Sound of Freedom? Uh, oh, I haven't seen that yet. That's yeah. supposed to be causing a few ripples. People are saying that it's, uh, it's life-changing, and they can't figure out why the Democrats would be trashing the movie because it's all about it, child, tra- you know, kidnapping, trafficking, yeah. abuse. It's unbelievable what goes on. I mean, if there's anything that should be sacrosanct, it's the, the right of a child to, to grow up violence-free, kidnapping-free, yeah. rape-free, murder-free, and, and, and live your life as a kid till yeah. you get to the point where you can take care of yourself. But it's a giant business, apparently. It's huge. How's our timer, Ben? It's fine. we got six minutes left. Good, because I got... S- <sighs> can you tell I'm unloading? It's been three weeks since I did yeah. one of these. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, you guys. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, seriously. Disney. Disney? Let me say something about Disney for a second. And I was always a big, huge Disney fan. Mm -hmm. In fact, I just mentioned Pinocchio, which is a Disney movie. I've got no strings to hold me down. Now, if they did a a Disney, they wouldn't be Geppetto. It would be Geppetophile. (laughs) They would change it now. They would have to. But here's what they've done that really, really irks me. They, re, they redid Snow White, or they're in the process of redoing Snow White. What do you mean? Like a live action? Live, with, with live people. But they're not using dwarves or midgets as the seven dwarves. Hold on. So it's Snow White without the seven dwarves. No, they're, they have, they're going to call it Snow White. I mean, they're, they're not dwarves. There's only one little person, and the rest of them are like average size like adults it's crazy and and then and then so it's just like a bunch of Danny DeVitos <laughs> no but they're not even that small Danny DeVito would work in that you know 
you know, I'm thinking when they recast that, they they put a uh, the lead role, Snow White. She's not white. She's Hispanic. Of course. So they have Snow White as an Hispanic person, mm-hmm. which is, I, I guess, okay. But the Snow the whole thing, care. they talk about matter. Snow White in the original book, in the story, you know, her lips were ruby red. Her face was like oh, a... Well, uh, you can't like white people anymore. Come on. But, I mean, they, so they have to purge them? From historically yep. successful yep. children's works, I can't believe you're lion eyes anymore. They have to do that. Yep. I mean, what's going on now? If they wanted to be funny about it and make it a parody, then they could do it and say Snow Black and have it be if a black person plays the part of Snow Snow Black instead of Snow White, and the and the all the little midgets are like perverts and stuff, and you have uh, no. Well, it is it is Disney. They walk right in. And they kiss everybody in the joint. Ah, but the the thing is that you could rename them. Like you could have Hunter, little Hunter Biden looking guy, and he could be uh, uh, Sneezy from the, from the from the Sniffy from the cocaine. Sniffy. And, and Kamala could be a little Sleazy, and and Dopey would be well. Dopey would be Hunter Biden, I guess, right? Uh-huh. Maybe but his you father. Could, you could fill these characters and make uh, it he'd a be really dope sick. F- <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, it's just a thought I have. Disney is screwing up their franchise completely from top to bottom. Eve, they're, they're taking all the classics and they're ruining them. Of course. And you know what else? By going woke, they've lost billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. Yeah. But yep. they just keep you know, traveling down that road, the woke I, I road. I used to love Uncle Remus and, and Br'er Rabbit and all that stuff. But don't, oh, it's racist. Why? Because they used to talk with a southern accent because they have black people in it. Come on. What are you talking about? It's all, it's from 18. They're just. Disney's messing up, and they should fire everybody. Yeah, <laughs> even the people that point at Space Mountain this way, they should fire them all. Start new, and and regroup and do make it well like it used to be. It used to be the world's happiest place. Now it's like the world's hardest place to understand. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, shame on them! Damn it! I mean, and I was a huge, huge Disney fan. Uh, Growing up, I I know every single song from every Disney movie. Go ahead, quiz me. Any any movie. All right, Pinocchio. What about it? I've got no strings to hold me I down. I just sang that. You, you did? Yeah. Wow. Okay. How about Two when months. you wish upon a star? That was where the crickets sang. Okay, what That's was right. this one from? Jiminy. We are Siamese. If we that was please. from uh, the Hundred One Dalmatians. Hundred One Dalmatians. No, no, Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. yeah. How about Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil, if she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, how about... Um, how about Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? I love that movie. Yeah. That it's was a porn like, film. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Angela Lansbury. Yep. And the, that guy from Mary Poppins. Uh, Dick, was, Van Dick Van Dyke? Not Dick Van Dyke. The, the other guy. The, the, the dad. Oh, yes, right. Oh, Who well, goes and flies a kite at the end. Let's go fly a Let's kite. Let's go fly a kite. Well, you know, Mary Poppins had a, had a lot of songs. It had just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Yeah. Jim Jiminy, Jim Jiminy, Jim Jim Jerry. That's right. That's from the uh, the uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Right. That's Mary Poppins. Can you spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? S U P E R C A L I F R A G. I L I S T I C E X P. 
I hope the timer's near the end because that's about enough. No, we sadly have a minute. Oh, uh, we got 55 seconds left. So anyway, uh, I don't know what else to tell you. I, can I gore these morons at Yellowstone? No. Another woman got gored by a bison? Uh, oh, you said no. Sorry, yeah, I'll stop. No, yeah, they get. They no, get the, tell me about that. I want to know what happened. Uh, you know, normally when that happens is because the the visitor to the park is acting like a jerk. Her and her friend were just walking in the meadow, and yeah. there happened to be a bison. And when well, they, they turned to walk away, it charged and gored. Yeah. She called that but, bison a buffalo, and he got pissed. Uh, the, I, I hate people that go to Yellowstone and, and bother the animals. Uh, the park ranger said, bison have injured more people in Yellowstone than any other animal. Yeah, They're ill-tempered. Uh, they are unpredictable and can run three times faster than humans. Stay the fuck away, you morons. Yeah, you know why they call it uh, Yellowstone, don't you? No. That's where everybody used to go to take a leak. Oh, How's that? Okay. Are we out of time yet? Right. Okay, I think, you know what? I'm going to count this down. I'm going to stick with three, two, one. 